Hello, my bitches, my bros, and my non-binary hoes. It's Ty, your favorite random anime guy, back like I never left. Here today with a good friend of mine, Jacob. Hello, Jacob. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. You're starting to become a reoccurring guest here, and I love it. How is your night going? Uh, not so bad. We just got off of Domino's, you know. <laughs> grinding. Yes, sir, we did. Yes, sir, we did. I'm excited to be on again. Can't wait to have this fun discussion. I have to address it. It has been a while since I've made an episode, and I thought there's a bunch of shows I want to talk about. So I thought, you know, I'm just going to do a top 10 list. Jacob and I worked together at Domino's. I saw him and said, hey, man, you want to hop on the show? And he was uh, he was gracious enough to come back on, and we're going to have a nice little discussion about our top 10s. Um, so I'll explain how it's going to go. Uh, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about what is our top 10s? Why is it our top 10s? What's our criteria? What are we looking for? Um, like, what, like, is it because it's the most influential anime and that's why you put it there? Like, are you looking for, um, like, the best in one genre? Are you, like, what defines your top 10? Is it because you just like it? Like, so that we're going to talk about that first. Then uh, we're going to go into some honorable mentions. At least for me, I know. Jacob was a little rushed on this on this uh, list here, so that's totally fine. We're going to talk about some of those honorable mentions, then we're going to go back and forth. We're going to go from 10 down to 1. I'm going to share my 10, he's going to share his 10. And then we're going to talk about it. If we've both seen the anime, we're going to give about 30 seconds to a 2 minute little blurb about why we have it where it is. If the other person has not seen the anime then you get your sales pitch you get two to five minutes to give a presentation essentially to give your little sales pitch about why you're recommending this to the other person what's good about it both of us jacob and me both have seen a lot of anime so a top 10 is a pretty big deal there's a reason we have it here so that's when you get to present your idea to the other person and say this is the show you should watch this i think that you should watch this. And that way, the people in the audience listening to us right now can also hear it and decide whether or not to listen to it. You should. And go watch these shows as soon as possible. All right, Jacob, you ready to start? Yes, sir. All right, so I'll go first at explaining my criteria. And the reason I thought this was important was because I've always had a top 10. I've been keeping track of a top 10. Uh, I, I used to be really big on anime Twitter. That's actually how I started this podcast was I would share it on my anime Twitter account and people would share their top tens all the time. And I would have mine and mine would have like Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo, like all these shows that are objectively good. But when I thought about it, I was like, but I don't want to watch those shows again. Yeah, they're good. But I, I don't want to watch them again. I don't really like them that much. They're they're fantastic, objectively speaking. Like, when you put them up against other anime, they are better. That is a fact. But I wanted a top 10 where I just like these shows more. I would watch these shows again and again and have watched these shows again and again. And so that's kind of like why these are my top 10 now. Is because I thought about what shows do I really like? Like, what shows would I go on and on and on and on talking to random strangers about? Like, I, I, I am talking to this girl now, and 
I recommend a new anime tour every other day, and it's usually something from my top ten. That's what inspired me to kind of recreate this list. It says I'm looking at what I'm recommending to her, and I'm like, none of these are my top ten, but why? I love these shows. These are shows I recommend all the time. So that's kind of how I, I got mine together. Um, what about you, Jacob? What's your criteria for your top ten? Yeah, so my top ten, I kind of just like went through. So I went through my my anime list, and I kind of just ranked each. Well, I have my number one. That's like my go-to and then i just look through my my anime list that i've completed and like i just picked a show that i could watch multiple times like you were saying just like something that i can enjoy and just sit sit down for like a couple hours and just binge the show and not be bored so and my anime list that's actually a really good idea to use um it's a really good tool because every time I'm on Reddit asking for like recommendations, like people are like, well, let me see your, your my anime list. But I didn't know about it until I'd already seen like 100 anime. And yeah. you know how it is. Like putting in like 100 plus anime into my anime list all at one time, like that's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's kind of tedious. But that's a really, yeah, it's right. a really good tool to use. So uh, that's a smart idea going back to my anime list. Um, where like Magic clear as day, you can see you can see the 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 rankings. Yeah. Now, since you're using my anime list, when you talk about yours, I want you to give me the stars, like the the out of ten rating that she gave it. All right. Um, just because They're I know gonna that's be there. high, eight and nine, ten. So. Um, I also want to know when we get there, how many tens you got, because that's like that to me says some about your taste, like how many like ten out of tens, and I'll give you what I would rank my anime too. Um, I, I actually think that's a it's a really it's a good system that that Mal's got over there. Um, yeah, for sure. But now that we know how we're gonna rank it, like this is the criteria for us. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go into some honorable mentions, some stuff that didn't make my top ten, but I love and enjoy a lot, um, and have watched multiple times. And um, Jacob, I'm not sure if you have your own honorable mention. If not, I have a few. You have a few. All right, great. Yeah. And uh, you're more than welcome to chime into mine. I might chime into yours a little bit. So I'll go first, and I'm just gonna list them off. I'm not gonna talk too much about them. Um, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll spend more time into the actual top ten. So I'm just gonna start listing them off. Um, it, like Overlord, Mob Psycho Fire. 100, uh, oh. the Ancient Magus Bride, uh, Blood Blockade, Battlefront, Fire, Tower of God, Fire. Miracle-chan. Nope. Steins Gate. <laughs> nope. Which I know you do not like Steins Gate. <laughs> yeah. Elfin Lead. Never seen it. And uh, Odd Taxi. So, because I heard you say uh, some you hadn't seen. Um, Ancient Magus Bride is just, uh, it's pretty much, it's it's a fantasy romance. So, it's it's not your cup of tea, but it's a really pretty yeah. visual show. Um, Miracle-chan is, Miracle-chan's about, uh, Oh, a girl who can see ghosts and um, it's really funny and it's like a slice of life but then all of a sudden it's a horror anime and I've never seen something scare me so fucking shitless in my life it is genuinely terrifying and that's why I love it and Elfin Lee's a really it's an older anime it's from like the 90s um, mm. and it's just a sci-fi like some batshit crazy and the, the dub is funny as shit um, the dub is there's one scene where uh one of the main antagonists smacks the fuck out, out of a girl. He's like, you stupid bitch. 
and walks out. And one of the guys in the back is like, oh, my God, he's perfect. Um, <laughs> so it was just really funny. But those are those are my honorable mentions. Uh, what about you? Go ahead and list some of yours off. Uh, so some of my honorable mentions, I got Dr. Stone. Great. Uh, Dragon Ball Super. Just I, I've seen all the other Dragon Balls like when I was younger, but I saw Super like when it was coming out, so that's why that's there. Um, probably Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, uh, Haikyuu, Tower of God, and Blood Blockade. Okay, so we have and really sim- we had similar honorable mentions. Okay. Yeah, and Magi. I fucked with that one. Oh, Magi in the Labyrinth or whatever? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I I watched like an episode, just couldn't get through it. I loved it. Okay, so so we have really similar honorable mentions. That makes it really interesting to to get into the top tens. Um, Which I'm not going to lie to you, I cheated. I do have an 11. (gasps) I'm sorry. How dare you? My 11 is Neon Genesis Evangelion. And okay. it's just a show where it didn't fit into the top 10 because it is a little boring at times. It's a little slow, but it's just way too – it influenced entire generations of anime. It, it's so good at, at the, the main parts. The, it, the music is fantastic. The, openings, the opening song is revolutionary. The fight scenes, it's from 1998, and the fight mm-hmm. scenes look better than some of the fight scenes in current anime. It's yeah. – the the mechas are just so cool. So I had to put it in there somewhere. So it's at 11. Um, okay. But all right. So you go first with your 10. Since I had 11, you go first with 10. Go ahead. All right. So my number 10, I have uh, Reincarnation as a Slime. Okay. That's what it's called. Yeah, that's my number 10. Uh, I just think Reamer is a great main character. I like the sub characters. I just like the art, like the just like the world building in that in that show is great. And I thought I thought in the second season when they introduced all the other like demons or whatever, or demon lords, I thought that was pretty tough. Yeah, I, I love um that time I got reincarnated as slime. Um mm. I agree. I, the side characters, I, I think they make the show. The world building is phenomenal, but I, I really do agree that the side characters make the show. Remu's army and it only gets bigger. Yeah. I know for a fact because I've read a little bit ahead from where the anime is. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I will tell mm-hmm. you that there are a lot more characters that get introduced, as you can imagine, and they're all fantastic. Um, Gabiru or whatever. The lizard is my favorite. He's such a clown. Gabiru? Yeah. I love Gabiru. So, that's, why, cause I, that's why I like the dub. Um, I haven't watched the sub for uh that show but the dub gabiru is is a clown like and some (laughs) of the jokes hit really well because they localize it and so uh, i i love gabiru he's hilarious um Mm. my number 10 and we kind of talked about it earlier today is a devil man crybaby okay which you've seen you said you saw one episode you saw two so you saw the first episode and you saw the last episode yeah um, so I'm just gonna kind of repeat some of the things I told you earlier, uh, and the fact that it's a bloody, brutal sex show where we in the first five minutes there's a uh, a demon murder orgy, right? Yeah, it's was, crazy. That threw me off. 
there are motherfuckers fucking, like titties flying around, full penetration right on the screen. Yeah, there like, are what motherfuckers am I getting ripped in half, guts blown <laughs> all over the screen. Yeah. It's crazy. There are times you ask yourself, why is this on my screen? What the actual fuck am I watching? What nice. is this? Right? And the first half of the, se- the, the, the show, yeah, you know, it's, it's like that. It's crazy. But it's, it's not brutal without a purpose. It's mm-hmm. not gory and showing all this shit without a purpose. Because the second half of the show is where the allegories come in. And where the main uh, symbolism and meanings come in. Where they talk about some really deep, heavy-hitting stuff. Right? So there's a case for and against humanity. Like, that's what the two, like, Akira and then the antagonist, they're for and against humanity. And that's where it boils down to, is humanity worth saving or are they just going to shrivel up and and destroy themselves? And a lot of the the sex and the the murder and the the gore, it's just a, it shows the brutality of humanity and it shows the brutality of some of the acts that we're we're undergoing. And I told you to go back and watch, I'm going to spoil uh, two major things in the episode before the, the second to last episode. Um, you, you said go ahead. I'm good to go. You're good. All right. Um, there, there's one scene. So in Akita's family, the main guy's family, there's the, the, the track the dark girl. haired guy. Yeah, the dark haired guy. There's okay. the track girl that he's in love with. Mm-hmm. Her mom and dad who one is an American priest and then the other is a Japanese woman and yes. then their younger son who's probably like, like 8 to 12 around that range. Well, the younger son is becoming a demon. Mm-hmm. So the mom runs. Runs with him. They, they go away as the world. The world's collapsing. Everyone's running to churches and hiding in, in camps and stuff like that because the world is ending essentially. And um, the mom pulls the son away because the son is like, I'm hungry. I need meat. I can't hold it anymore. And so she, she's like, all right, let's go back to the tent. And the father is out looking for them. And he stumbles across the tent and inside finds the son in a demon-like form swallowing the mother. And he just starts bawling. He's like, what's going on? And in the eyes of the demon boy, you, he's crying too. And it's, mm. a, it's, it, it's a scene that just emotionally hits you so hard when it happens. And the voice acting is so good. Um, but there's scenes like that all the time. Then there's another scene that really, it's, it's the climax of the show. It's what ends the show, essentially. Is Akira goes off to try to because everyone discovers he's a demon. He's a devil man. So he goes and tries to pull the attention away from his friends and family. And he beats up on some demons. He comes back. And everyone thought his friends and family were also demons. So they burn their house down. And all he sees is them holding up the other people. Holding up body parts of his friends and family. Their heads, their chests, their limbs on sticks. On fire. And it's it's wild with the music. The music brings so much personality to the show, and with the music, and it's it, it's what breaks Akita 
and it's essentially what ends the show. So those two scenes, like if you're if you're not gonna watch anything, at least go back and watch that that last episode that you didn't get to watch, um, because it's just it's so good. Like it's not everyone's cup of tea, one hundred percent. It's really hard to stomach, but I actually think that some of the imagery and some of the the metaphors and stuff are just profoundly profoundly beautiful. So, um, right. What's your nine? So number nine, I got Fire Force. Great show. I just, I love the power system, dude. I just fuck with and the sound effects, top tier, bro. One hundred percent. I just, I don't know. I just really enjoy the show, and I feel like I haven't watched it for a second time. But I feel like if I did, I would do it in a couple days because just how good it is. The animation, too. Yes. The fight scenes go hard. The fight scenes are so hard. Like, they're top tier. Yes. And honestly, like, the the sound of it, that's something that I didn't think about, right? Because, like, that's, like, ADR, um, the, the sound director. Um, mm-hmm. Like, that's just, like, th- those are the little things that, like, really make a show. Um, Dude, Benny Maru. Benny Maru's fine. Benny- when he does the special move against the demon, that that noise it makes, yeah, so hard. Or I can't remember who who's the who's the main character's name. What what's his name? Uh, we need to go to Aaron for that one. Aaron, pull up a character list. Uh, it's kind of making me mad that I don't know his name. Yeah, uh, Shimra. Yeah, 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 yeah. So every time he's about to like take off, where every time like someone's about to use an attack. And it just looks like, like that, whoosh, you know, that, yeah, that, that sound effect. It's so cool. And then I you just it. see flames fire everywhere. Um, and I love the got, idea how he can just, he goes so fast that his body breaks and down to the molecular level. Yeah, that's, that's the, so power, cool. the power system's dope. Um, yeah. Because, like, it, it's, it's really creative. Like, you would mm-hmm. think, like, where everyone's just using fire, it would be lame. But there's so yeah, many different limited. ways to use fire. Yeah, fact. And the only thing I don't like about the show is the treatment of Tamaki, bro. Like, she's such a poorly written character. That's fair. But um, in the second season, when she gets high as fuck, that shit was geeky as hell. <laughs> Thanks. Alright. Let's see. So my nine was Space Dandy. The OG. Space Dandy, isn't it older? Yeah, it's from um, like twenty fourteen, I think. Oh, I could have sworn that show was from the nineties. But you might be thinking Cowboy Bebop. Oh yeah, they were made by the same people, the same that woman. Word. Rest in peace to her, by the way. Um, Did she just died recently? Yeah, but uh, it was uh, there's there's guest directors for every episode. The chief director was uh. Shinichiro Watanabe, who does a lot of other anime, he he was he helped out on um, Devilman Crybaby. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's gonna be helping. He's gonna be on Chainsaw Man. He's the director for Chainsaw Man, so like, he, he does a lot of really good, good work. Um, but every episode is guest directed and guest written, right? Mm-hmm. So every episode is a little different. So it's 2014, by the way. The thing about this show. 
is that at, on the surface, it seems wild and wacky and zany and colorful and like a comedy. But then the more you watch, the more you're like, this shit is so deep. And all the characters change so fluently with the show. It's so like, it's something where it's like, I wouldn't even recommend the entire show to somebody. I would recommend like, you can watch any episode in any order by itself and it would still be really good. So I would just go and recommend like one or two of the episodes just like, and be like, look, watch this. But if you were to watch it in order, a show that doesn't make any sense, all of a sudden now makes sense. Out of like, you would, uh, when you least expect it, you're watching, you're like, oh my gosh, I, I would have never imagined this to come together in the way it did. And it's just real. it's really beautiful. And some, some of the imagery is haunting and some of it's really touching. There's moments that'll make you cry because you're sad and moments that make you cry when you're happy. So th- there's just all kinds of, of really good moments on the show. If you're giving these like detailed descriptions and I'm saying like, oh, I like the fight scenes. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that though. That's the, that's the thing about anime is that like it's so subjective, and that's why yeah, I told so you I'm an anime simpleton. <laughs> yeah, not at all, man. It's okay to just like the the shows because you like the fight scenes. That's perfectly fine. Like that's yeah, why that's... a lot of people like anime. Um, mm. a lot of people who watch my like listen to my podcast probably only like it for the fight scenes, and that's fine. Yeah, that's... Um, I I will never ever tell someone they're wrong for that. Like that's mm. a perfectly good reason to like anime, um, yeah. But you know me, I'm not a big fight scene guy. Like I do appreciate a good fight scene, but like I'm not gonna go watch Baki or JoJo for the fight scenes. Oh, I watched Baki for the fight scenes. Same yeah, but with, that's, uh... that's, a lot of people, my my old roommate did. He he loves yeah. watching Baki. He recommended Baki Thanks. to me all the time. He's like, dude, the fight scenes. Go I ham. love Baki, dude. He's like, the fight <laughs> scenes go ham. I just I I, I watched it. I was like, bro, this is all fight or um. Got a high school and record of Ragnarok. Record of Ragnarok. I just couldn't watch those things. It's <laughs> too. I, I appreciate a good fight, a fight scene, yeah, every now and then. But it's like I need a little bit more substance. And then he would get mad at me and say, Baki's got plenty of substance. Um, uh, what's yeah, your Baki eight? definitely doesn't have substance. <laughs> That's what I said. But what's your yeah. uh, number eight? I got Mob Psycho. Great choice. It was in my honorable mention. I love Mob Psycho. I fucking love Mob Psycho. Dude, Mob uh, goes hard when he reaches 100%. <laughs> the animation. Fucking, dude, the animation is so tough. I love it. Some of the best art, dude. It's got some of the best art. It's Facts. amazing. I love the animation style, too. Like the little like green ghost, dude. Yeah. He's fucking hilarious. And when and he takes someone... over, when he takes over that one dude, the senpai's body, I forget the guy's name. The blonde hair dude? Yeah. No, he takes over Mob's, Mob's body. Sorry. And he's just, he's fighting. It's in the second season. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, Because Mob's yeah, like yeah, passed yeah. out okay. or whatever. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That shows. shows and you great. know, season three just got confirmed. Yeah, I'm so hyped about it. But um, one thing I really like about that show is um, Mob has incredible psychic abilities that would make his life so much easier if he used them. But he yeah. never does. 
Instead, he chooses to work hard and try to improve himself through his own effort. It's what one of the funniest jokes in that show is early on when he like when you have the the supernatural club or whatever trying to to bring him on. And they're like, "Come on, join us! Like, why don't you join us, the supernatural club?" And then he's like, "I know exactly what choice I'm gonna make to go and impress what's your name." And he joins the body <laughs> improvement club. Those dudes are hilarious too. The, but they support him. They got his back. He earned so their support, funny, bro. bro. It's so cool. I'm hit. It really is that like that like lonely nerd that just wants to be better and goes and works his ass off. It's it's a great story. Like just as a great like high school story, just to show like work hard, kids, it pays off. Yeah, I'm excited to see what they do in the third season with the uh, with that cult like religious group or whatever that like worships the uh, helmet mob. heads or, or something like that. Yeah, they like worship mob. That's going to be fucking hilarious. I want to see what happens with the giant-ass broccoli. Fact. But let's see. We're on eight, right? Yeah. Oh, this is one you like. Uh, To Your Eternity. Oh, dude. Fuck. Did you bring it to put it in there? Yeah. I'm going to put it at 11. Since you had an eleven, I'm gonna yeah. Put that go in ahead, 11. yeah. Like I said, you're you're yeah. more than welcome to change it. Yeah. Um, at any time. That's the thing is that that top tens are changing all the time. So if, if you hear something so that good. you're like, damn, like that's one, put it in. Yeah. Because I'm yeah, not gonna lie to you. Part of me wanted to leave number one blank because when Chainsaw Man comes out as an anime, mm-hmm. it's gonna be my number one anime. Word. I love Ch- I love Chainsaw Man like the manga. It's so good. But that's why the shit's always changing, you know. So feel free to like just constantly change it if you want. Like I do yeah, that all I the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so to your eternity, and it, it just we talked about this earlier. The shit can make you smile, and it can yep. make you cry. Cried four times watching it, dude. But the thing is, you cried four times watching it. But it's not a sad anime. Nope. It's a really happy anime. Yeah, I'm hit. But it just uses the sadness because, like, you can't have happiness without sadness. Yeah. And that's something because, like, um, what's his name, bro? What's the main character's name? Aaron! Yeah, Aaron, here. come on, brother. Get on your shit. Um, that, Aaron, that's her. Oh, Fushi. There we go, Fushi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, because like he's learning how to be human, and Thanks. so that's why we get to vicariously learn some really hard truths about being human through Fushi. And that's one of the things is that like you know we we're always learning that there's no happiness without sadness. Well, Fushi's got to learn that too. That's part of being human, and so he sees some. There's some serious tragedy in the show. Um. Brutal. Some hard things to go through, but it's like one of my favorite parts just to watch aesthetically was when his body was fucking destroyed, mauled by the bear, mm-hmm. and um, March stumbles across it, across it, and his body just like regenerates. And there was something about the art, like in the way his body regenerated. That I thought I was like, damn, that's 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 cool as shit. That's cool as shit. I don't know why, just that that looked cool. Um, yeah. And the soundtrack is amazing. 
Facts. Like nothing. Like if if a if a show has really good original soundtracks, I'm gonna be in love with it. It doesn't even matter how bad it is. I'm just gonna like it. Mm-hmm. Some reason why I really liked uh, Tower of God was the soundtrack. A reason that'll actually give um. Uh, what is it? Darling in the Franks. The only reason I gave that a shot was because the soundtrack was really good. And this show, To Your Eternity, has a really, really good soundtrack. All right. Let me hear your seven. All right. So seven, I got Vinland Saga. Close to mine. Okay. Dude, I, it's just such a good, such a good show. I love, ah, oh, fuck. What's his, what's the main character's name? Thorfinn. Thorfinn, yes. Bro, his, his origin story and, like, just, like, his willpower or, like, just, like, I don't know how to describe this. His tenacity to want to kill, uh, Thorkel, was it? Uh, that was bad. Askeladd, yeah. His his bloodlust for Askeladd was so hard, but Askeladd was just there to teach him and kind of like be his father figure. I don't know. I just thought the show was so good. Yeah, so I personally, I think that Thorfinn is the best shonen protagonist. Facts. He's one of them. Um, just because he, I, he goes through serious, like, most pro, uh, shonen protagonists don't actually, and this is gonna sound really bold, but I don't think they struggle. Thorfinn is weak. He's not super powerful, and mm. he doesn't go through some montage to get strong. It takes him the entire series to get strong, and by the time he is strong. He doesn't even want to be strong because of his growth and development towards Askeladd, who becomes a surrogate father. Yeah, thanks. Like, his struggles are nothing like any other shonen protagonist has to go through. That's fair. Maybe I mean, saw his dad getting murdered in front, in front of him. Exactly, yeah. And don't get me wrong, like, I know Naruto, Naruto's a pretty decent protagonist, but he doesn't have, like, I think the the power system works against them because the yeah. thing is that in Vinland Saga there is no power system. It's just pure strength. Yeah, and like being able to fight with the sword. There is no one that's OP unless you're just that fucking big, like Thorkel. Yeah. Thorkel is just that big, like he's just a monster. Mm-hmm. So he's OP, but like if you go to a show like Naruto, he can be OP through jutsu. Yeah. Um. And chakra and shit. And yeah. And so that's why I think it works against him and why Thorfinn is such a better character because he's able to be kind of OP without, without a power system to make him OP. He's just yeah. a strong-ass human being with, like you said, a tenacity to kill. He mm-hmm. has a resolve that is unbreakable at the beginning of the show as he's growing. It also has some amazing side characters, by the way. It really does. Like Astolad, Thorkel, Canute. Canute is a Canute. great character. Yeah, Canute is tough. Um, yeah, I, I, man, Vinland Saga. Because I'll tell you now, Vinland Saga was my six. Okay, so we're like right there. 
Yeah, I also love Vinland Saga. Like, it's it's not my favorite shonen, but it's one of my favorite shonen. It's so good. I watch, and the animation's really clean. I agree. Like the fights. I'm excited that's for the second show season. where every fight I get hype. I get hype as fuck every single fight. Facts. I can't wait for the next season. Like you're you're about to say. Yeah. So, um, that was your seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, my seven, you probably also have on your list somewhere. Uh, ranking of kings. I do not. You don't have ranking of kings on your list. Interesting. I should. All right, that's an honorable mention. It's an album that's okay, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I know we talked about earlier, and you're like, that's just fire. And when it was that, releasing, yeah. you and I would talk about Ranking of Kings and be like, that show's fire. So like, yeah, good. bro, this show is gas. Facts. The animation style reminds me of a children's fantasy book, like a bedtime story you'd read to a kid. Yeah. But this is not that story. It's what the story's actually based on. Like, it's a true fantasy story through and through with an amazing soundtrack mm-hmm. some of the best side characters and boji best boy who becomes from the weakest dude that everyone will make fun of to the strongest guy on earth ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah motherfucker just talking pitches <laughs> i found out cuz uh, i watched um i started that show uh, dubbed and i finished it subbed Mm-hmm. It turns out that he's the same voice actor for Boji in both. Well, yeah. Well, I didn't. You never know. Like maybe. Well, maybe they... What's the point? Because he's not speaking Japanese. He's but just maybe fucking just, yeah. different, different casting. Who knows? But it's a really yeah, good I show. I, um, the animation is. Uh, it seems simple. Like I remember when it first started releasing, I was like, I don't want to watch that. That looks like it's for kids. Yeah. And then I watched um, I watched King Boss get juiced, his dead body get juiced and drink. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Um, and I was like, oh my god, this is fucking, it's insane, it's crazy, this is wild. And then the last fight scene between Boji and Boss, Bro. it goes from kind of sloppy, kind of like mystifying, whimsical, whatever, to wow, this is a really clean fight. Facts. Like, this is a very clean fight, and it feels way bigger than it actually is. Like, they like they use perspective really well in this animation. Yeah. So, it, I, I don't know. It's a really hype show for me. I watched it. I, I watched it three times, and every single time I watched it, it got better. I love how dark it got. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's, I, it I threw love me too. off. Yeah, that's one of the best parts is that you're watching, and you're thinking, you know, this is a really sweet kind of, like, fun yeah. anime, and then bang. Like, oh my god. Yeah, bro. Holy shit, wow. that just happened. And, like, the, the they just threw it in. But, like, the backstory with, like, the giant ogre, that was part of, like, the, you know, the people that, uh, what's the girl in the mirror's name? Um, bro, I had it. I had her name. Mira Jane? What oh, the fuck? God. Aaron! Come on. Get That's your a- shit together, Aaron. Honestly, because I told Aaron to look that up earlier, and um, what was it? I couldn't remember, so now he's pulling it up again. Okay. It starts with an M. Yeah, but I remember it started with M. It's like Manjaro or something. It's not. That's not it. But 
Moranjo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she brought the people that were imprisoned in the underworld or or whatever, mm-hmm. the fucking like ogre looking dude, his backstory. Where like yeah, his, the his genocide. People, like yeah, like his people just got fucking murked. The actual like, genocide, yeah. Yes. That was wild. Well, it's like Oaken, too. Oaken? Prince yeah, Oaken? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you just see him, like, in a cage, just eat a rat whole. <laughs> yeah. And then he'll just be, like, stabbing people, like, getting his fucking nuts off to stabbing people and, like, drinking their blood. Because he's immortal. So it's like yeah. he doesn't have he's an understanding bad. of death. Exactly. It's like, who cares if you kill someone? Wait a couple billion years. You won't feel that bad anymore. Yeah. Um, but that's the great thing. There's so much happening in the show, but because it's so interconnected, it doesn't feel that way. But there's a lot happening in this fucking show. Like, that's the thing. Like, there's so many interconnected plot points. It's crazy. And that's what I love about it. There's so much going on, but you, you never get bored and you're never confused. Yeah. But that was my... Seven. Seven. Yeah, what's your, your six? At number six, I got Jujutsu Kaisen. Great show. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just the movie just put it put it in my top ten for sure. That, Dude, if it if it wasn't was for fantastic. the motherfuckers talking next to us during that movie, bro, fuck those people. Fuck those fucking like twelve year old girls. She's pissing me off. The movie was fantastic though. I agree. Fire. I just love the power system too. Like the curse energy. Yeah. So tough. And I think. Uh, what the fuck is Itadori? Yeah, Itadori. Him as a main fur main character. I can't talk, dude. Jesus. But him as a main character is gas. Like just like he he's gonna die eventually. You know this, but like I feel like his character growth and like the amount of power that he's been able to accrue in just one season is hard. So I don't. I have JJK in my top 10 honorable mentions. JJK is a great show, right? I love JJK, but it's not something where I'm going to go watch it a bunch of times. I will watch everything the first time, like the movie. I went, we went and saw that and I loved it. It was a fucking awesome movie. Yeah. I actually thought about going to see it again. I love the movie so much. Mm. Um, but I actually don't like the power system. Word. And. It's the the reason I like the power system is the same reason that or I don't like the power system is the same reason that most people do like the power system because there's no limit to it. Like look at Gojo. Like Gojo's yeah. um void or whatever is like almost unstoppable. Like when you have power that can't be stopped, like that to me is like okay, then what's the ceiling? Like, it, it makes the power scaling really bad. Um, and there's nothing That's wrong with fair. it, right? It's just not my... It's yeah. not, I, I like I like good, clear, concise power scaling. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that starts with the power system. But True. that was one thing I, I, I just didn't like. Everything else is... The, the animation... Dude, season one's animation was incredible. The fight scenes are hard, too. Fight scenes were so hard. They one fight of the year. It was the one with Itadori and uh, the one dude that likes uh, tall girls with big butts. Yeah, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. 
Yeah. <laughs> but no, so that's something I respect that show so much because it's not afraid to say shit. It's like, it's funny. It's really funny. Still friendo. <laughs> Fucking love that show. Um, but it, and so it's really good. I, I do like JJK. I respect the pick. I respect yeah. the pick. And I'll tell you what, I read a little ahead because I like the manga better than the, the, the anime. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I will say that Itadori becomes an even better character. I appreciate it. He becomes an I'm even excited. better MC. Thanks. Um, I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm really I'm really hyped for everything to come. Um, let's see, my my six we talked about it was it was Vinland Saga. Yep. And uh, we just talked about that, so you you could double dip. What's your five? One Punch Man. You have One Punch Man ahead of uh, Mob Psycho. I do. That's interesting because other people would have it because you know they're made by the same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So other people have them uh, flipped. Why do you have One Punch Man up at five? I just think the fight scenes are better, dude. The fight and scenes I, are fire. I just love, I just love the main character, fucking One Punch Man. What's his name? Saitama. Dude, Saitama. I'm so ass with names, bro. But yes, Saitama. Hard. Literally, he is the most OP character I've seen in the anime. Yeah, he is the OP he's character. Just, he's just nonchalant about everything. Just fucked up so many dudes, bro. It's so good. So, do you remember the um at the end of season two, like the giant ass skeletal like centipede dragon monster dude of with course. like the, and when he just obliterates him, bro, he just walks in. He's like, <laughs> "You did good," and just bang, just obliterates him with one punch. I was like, "Oh my god, bro, this is the hardest shit I've ever seen." And I loved in the second season how they kind of like gave the spotlight to the other heroes. Yeah. Like the metal bad dude. He just gets stronger every time you hit him. Every time he takes damage, he just gets stronger. And I just like, I kind of like how they gave the spotlight to the other hero too. Well, and that kind of fits the theme of the show too. Because like, Saitama doesn't like, he, he wants the attention. Right, he wants everyone to recognize him, but that's not the reason he's a hero, right? Yeah. So he doesn't need the spotlight to be on him. He's going to be a hero regardless. Like, that's just what he wants to do. Now, would he like a little bit of recognition? Sure. Is he ever going to get it? No. That's kind of the point. And um, so it's it like, that's why if you're going to do that, you have to have good side characters. And I think that those other heroes, because of the attention they put on them, like, they are pretty, like, they're really well-developed because of that. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Like, the bad guy. Like, him um, with his little sister or whatever. Like, they add the little... The metal bad guy? Huh? The metal bad guy's little sister? Yeah. Like, they act, they, like, put in personal little details. Mm-hmm. Like, they're small, but they make a difference. Like, you appreciate them more. Um, Like, the, uh, the old dude with the katana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the 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 dude that with the like the the machines that blows everything up, like how like you kind of get a feeling he's not really a good hero, but like they don't really have to spell out for you, but you instantly get the idea like, oh, this guy's trouble, and mm-hmm. he is. And I like the villain in the second season. Um, the not what's his name? I'm, try, I'm mixing up the first and second season. Was that the was that the alien dude? No, nah, that's the first season. 
first season? It's the he wants to become he wants to become a monster. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he, like, I, I don't know. He name. like I'm is trying... obsessed with monsters. The only the only names Garu. I remember are shows that I watch all the time. Garu. But um, yeah, I honestly I like the second season a lot because that the whole monster arc. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Where they're like it kind of it's it's juxtaposes Saitama because Saitama gets to be the strongest man in the world just by working hard. Well, everyone else wants to be strong, so they cheat their way um, to become monsters and just get fucking plastered by Saitama. Yeah. So. So that was your five. Yep. All right, my five. You definitely haven't seen. I know for a fact you have not seen it. Okay. Um, it's uh, Fully Cooly FLCL. Yeah, I've never seen it. I've heard of it though. Yeah. So, um, you're a big fan of Avatar: The Last Airbender, right? Yes. So the guy who directed Avatar: The Last Airbender, when he got on to that project, told everyone on his staff to immediately go watch FLCL. Hmm. FLCL is one of the most influential anime of all time. Right. It's not like Neon Justice Evangelion, where that show's really influential, but it's blatantly influential. Like, people will just throw, like, references out there, and you'll see a bunch of references. Like, FLCL isn't so obvious. Yeah. Um, And I'll give you, because uh, I know you probably, do you have any idea what FLCL is about? Nah. Alright, so it's from, like, 2000. It's made by the same people who made Neon Justice Evangelion, or a lot of the same teams. Maybe not the same people, but a lot of the same teams. Um... And essentially, it's this wild coming-of-age story. There's a kid named Nauta who lives in this small city where he says nothing ever happens, right? Um, and his best friend is a girl named Mimi, who is his older brother's uh, ex-girlfriend. His older brother mm. went to America to play baseball. Um, while going through daily life, Nauta gets ran over by a Vespa, by a bike. Mm-hmm. By a woman named Haruko Haruhara. Who, what a name. Yeah, no, it, they make fun of the name too. She ends up being an alien, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but when she runs over Nauta with her Vespa, he she basically opens up this portal through him to like another world. And so, like, all kinds of stuff will come out through Nauta. Like, there's a robot that comes out through him. Um,. And fights, like, other things that are, are trying to, like, there's a, basically this entire war that's happening through this kid Nauta. And it's all, like, you, the thing I love about this show, one, is it's impossible to fucking describe the plot because it's so fucking wild. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the kind of show where you can sit here for hours and it, even days and just dissect every episode minute by minute. Yeah. Or you can just turn your brain off. And watch it. And love it regardless. It's great either way you watch it. Now, it's not for everyone. Because it's really hard to keep up with. The thing I like about it is it's a coming of age story. And it really is. It invokes all the same feeling. Because it's it's all over the place. It's wild. It's hard to follow. It's hard to understand. It's a lot like that time in your life. Like when you are like, like 
10 to 13 years old. Everything feels crazy and chaotic and you have no idea what's going on and it feels like a whirlwind. So the show kind of reflects that feeling. And it has some of the best music I've ever heard. Even the music was revolutionary. Because what they did is they got a Japanese indie rock group called The Pillows Mm. to do the soundtrack. So it's all indie rock done by this band. It's really good. Yeah. So I I recommend FLCO. Give it a try. You might like it because you might watch and be like, dude, what the fuck is it going on? This is wild. This is one of these. And the fight scenes are really good. There's really good fight scenes where it was, it's from like 2000, but like it, it looks really good for 2000. I've been looking for new shows to watch. I might have to watch it. And it's short too. You can get through it pretty quickly. I'm pretty sure like the whole thing is like three and a half hours long. Is it on VRV? It might be on VRV. I know it's on Funimation. I don't know about VRV. Okay. Um, well, I have both, so. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I can I can lend you my Funimation if you want to give it a try, but it's really it's really good. I think every every anime fan should at least give it a try because it really did influence a lot. It's like like something I forgot to mention about Devilman Crybaby. Devilman Crybaby is from the seventies, by the way, and influenced just about every single anime you've ever watched. Fully did they coolly animated, huh? Did they reanimate Devilman Crybaby? Yeah. So the one on Netflix is a remake. Okay. Um, but the original anime is from the eighties, the manga is from earlier on. Um, uh, but mm. that's that like they that influenced a lot. Fully Cooly also influenced a ton. Like Chainsaw Man, Denji, the main character from Chainsaw Man, yeah. is based off of Nauta, the main character from Fully Cooly. Mm. And a lot of Chainsaw Man is basically carbon copied Fully Cooly. Um, even the, the, the guy who wrote it said that he said a lot of it's stolen from Fully Cooley. Fully Cooley oh, is really good, in, but it's, if you want to dissect it, it goes in some really deep topics, but if you don't mm. want to dissect it, you can just watch it and be like, this shit's lit. Mm. All right. That's enough about Fully Cooley. I, I geek about that show. I love the show so much. Um, what's your number four? <laughs> uh, so number four, I got Black Clover. Okay, you you do really like Black Clover, dude. I just started rewatching it with Grayson. We're like a hundred episodes in, dude. I fucking love it. I never finished. That. I got to like the last. I'm like me. twenty episodes off from finishing. That's so wild because you're, dude. You're missing the fucking, uh, Yami and Asta fight. Yeah, I haven't seen the y- the Yami Asta fight yet. I haven't seen Whoa. it. It's been Such spoiled for fight. me, but I, I haven't seen it. Such a good fight, bro. It's just getting know, there just... took forever, dude. Yeah, I guess. I guess for me, when I first started watching it, I was watching like weekly. So like I wasn't really like No, I was watching it weekly it too, and that's what turned it off for me. Is that like it took me like six weeks just to like I'm like, we're still on the Spade Kingdom arc. Like, Jesus Christ, like what get me through this? Word. I don't know. I just really enjoy it. I love the power system. Like, I'm a big magic guy. And I like, I just like the uniqueness of, like, the different abilities people have and, like, the ways they can use their magic. And the Black Bulls are top tier. Top tier. All uh, those points, I 100% agree on. I completely, I love the magic system. I think it's really creative and it lends itself to a lot of different pathways. Um, 
Because I know you and I don't agree about the pacing. I think the pacing's too slow. You think that there's no time to breathe in this show sometimes. Um, and But I, I will 100% agree on the power systems. I love the power system. I love the characters, the Black Bulls. Hey, Black Bulls forever. Love the Black Bulls. Completely agree. Exactly. Um, because and it's because they're they're all so well written, but they're also so diverse. Yep. Like they the all one have... person I don't like is the freaking sister girl, Ghost uh, or whatever. Yeah, Ghost. His power, tough. Like his mirrors and shit, so cool. But it just his character, just like being obsessed with his sister, bro. Very strange. The incest uh, sister complex, yeah. Really weird. Yeah. Really gross. Because it doesn't help that it's not it's not just his sister. It's his younger sister who is like yeah, she's like eight. Yeah. So <laughs> really, really gross. Yeah. Everyone else is cool. Um yeah. I love luck. Luck is so hard. Dude, luck is Man's so ready for the smoke at all times. All times. He's like a psycho, bruh. I, I, I don't really remember everything that happened between him and his mom, but I know it's like he has like a mommy complex, like um he's got mom issues. And yeah. because of that, like he's like a, a literal psychopath ready to fight anybody and everybody at all times. That's why what was the one moment where he saw the, the devil and or the demon or whatever and he was like, I don't want to fight him. And it, yeah. was, like, it was such a big deal. I was like, Oh no way, bro, that's crazy. He knew he was gonna get murked. I was like, no, even Luck didn't want the smoke. Yeah. Listen, like, I, I, I do shit on Black Clover, right? I do shit on Black Clover a lot. But it, yeah. it's still a really good show. And it's a really fun show. Agreed. It's really fun to watch. Now, I, I do have my qualms, but I, I think that's just me personally. But I think objectively, it is a really, really good fun show. So I respect I respect the decision at four. I hate to hate it gets, though. AJ and David in the group chat, mid Clover, that pisses me off. Yeah, it, like I, I think it's mids. Person, I agree with them, but at the same time, I also see why you really like it. Um, yeah. I hate some Black Clover fans though, because some Black Clover fans they'll shit on like really good shown and like they'll shit on JJK, they'll shit on Demon Slayer, they'll be like, "Oh, those shows suck. Black Clover's way better." And I'm like, "Man, I don't know." Like, nah, I enjoy all of them, but I do think Black Clover is better. Is better. Um, and that's going to actually compete with my number four, because my number four is Demon Slayer. That's not even in my top ten. Now, here's the thing. So, I, because I actually replaced, so Demon Slayer replaced Hunter Hunter here for me. <gasps> I know, I told you, I told you, so I took it out of my top ten. Why? How dare you? Why? Hear me out, hear me out. Hunter Hunter is amazing. And you're gonna talk about it later. I know it's your number one. Yep. Hunter Hunter is amazing, and we'll talk about it. But Demon Slayer for me, I don't know why I never put it. I think I was like, oh, it's mainstream. Oh, everybody likes Demon Slayer. Oh, it feels cliche. But who cares? Mm-hmm. Demon Slayer is amazing. It is really good. The second season was fire. The second season's what puts it over the top. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, the first season, it was pretty good, right? The animation was pretty good, and the characters were, like, everyone falls in love with the characters. 
Mm-hmm. And then you watch Mugen Train and you're like, holy fucking shit, that was one of the best things I've ever seen. Like, Goku boy. You're telling me that that was drawn? Like, yeah. But then you watch the second season. And it's like, it's like you're watching a fate series fight. But it's got the characters and the storytelling of Demon Slayer. And that's the thing. The number one thing that people say about Demon Slayer is that the story sucks. The story's mids. The story's too boring. Mm. I disagree. Right? I would I think much rather good. have a simple story perfectly executed than a really complicated, complex story that's poorly executed. Yeah. Because, all right, maybe it's not the most complicated story. Maybe it's not the most complex. Maybe it's super simple. That's fine. Because why does it have to be complex to be good? It's still really good. Mm-hmm. And the animation is just... UFO table, like, pops off on that. Yeah. Like, seeing Tengen fight Gyotaro. <clears throat> Hard. Gyotaro's voice actor is godlike. Facts. His, no, his dub voice actor, though? Trash. Ass. I was so disappointed, bro. I was so, so disappointed. Ass. No, he did... He definitely did the best he could, but like the vibrato that they do with yeah. the Japanese, it sounds way better in Japanese. I don't think they should have kept that in English. Now, there were like, some scenes, there were some scenes where I was like, okay, that's pretty good. But for the most part, I was like, you sound like you're doing a bad old man impression. Yeah. That's what, when I first heard it, I was like, oh God, this is so bad. But the the one who does um the girl, Giartaro's sister, mm-hmm. her English vo- voice actor did a okay. really good job. Yeah. It was pretty good. Um, but the three Tengen's three wives, their voice actors sucked. I I didn't hear them. I thought they were they're they're so to put in perspective, you know Go uh Golan's English voice actor? Mm-hmm. She also did she did one of uh Tengen's wives. No, oh, true. So all I heard was Golan the entire time. <laughs> I was like, no, stop, 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 stop. But it's like, <laughs> but I mean, I, I know you don't like dubs too much, but like, you have to admit, like, Tanjiro's voice actor sounds extremely similar. Um, Zenitsu's English voice actor is pretty much the Japanese in English. Like, he is, I think Zenitsu's voice actor is perfectly cast. And um, I would say Bryce Pappenbrook as Anosuke, I like it, but Anosuke's Japanese voice actor is just really fucking good. Word. He's just top tier. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think, and Demon Slayer, the Swordsmith are, I finished Demon Slayer manga, so that's why I can't talk about it. Yeah. But I will tell you, some of the best characters in the show are demons. Okay. Um, Tanjiro is a great MC because he's able to understand that, yes, demons are terrible they did really bad things and deserve to die mm-hmm. and rot in hell but at, they were at one point human and humans make demons that's one of the points in the show it's that humans make demons demons don't make demons i mean yes they do but like humans are the ones that push other humans to become demons yeah and tanjo understands that and has compassion humility and pity when it comes to demons and humanizes them. And so I think it brings a lot of levels to Tanjiro's character. So I really like Tanjiro as an MC. 
which a lot of people shit on Tanjiro. I I don't get why. Tanjiro does. No, I like Tanjiro. Um, he also becomes a badass, but that's to be expected from a Shonen MC. Oh yeah. I will tell you this one thing though. I'm not sure because like, so it gets pretty crazy. I'm not sure how they're gonna animate it because it's gonna be so wild. Word. Um, but they've done really well so far, and I'm really excited for the Swordsmith um, Village arc. It's one of my least favorite arcs, but it's still gonna be really good, and we're gonna see a lot of like, you're gonna be introduced to some really really good characters. Is that the one that comes out? Yeah, it's the one that's about to come out. A new trailer came out like a month ago. Um, mm-hmm. Then they they don't show much in Demon Slayer trailers, which I like. I like that. I, I think trailers should be about hype, not about here's the whole season in thirty seconds. Yeah. Um. So I I like that they don't show a lot, but they do um show the main two Hashira that are gonna be in it. Yeah, I saw that. Um. And I think I think it's really good, but the the best arcs are to come. In my opinion, but yeah. you, the, but this is an important arc, and that's why I'm hoping they execute well. Mm. So, all right, let's see. That was that was a long rant about Demon Slayer. What's your three? My number three is Bleach. Bleach. All right, valid. Go ahead, dude. So I, when I first started watching Bleach, I was watching filler as well. And I got to, like, maybe, like, 120 episodes to, like, the Bount arc. Just wasn't it for me. And then Lawson, who's Grayson's older brother, he he was telling me that he finished it. And he was like, dude, you got to watch it because the new season's coming out soon. So I was like, all right, I'll give it another try, but I'm going to skip the filler because that's what he did. And, bro, the final arc with Aizen – and shit like that. Is that the is that the Blood War arc or whatever? Nah, that's the well, that's the newest one to come out. Okay. But uh, dude, Tandra or uh, Ichigo's fight with Aizen. So hard, dude. I've been talking about how good the fight scenes from every show is. This show, Bleach, might have my favorite fight scene that I've seen, and I just. I really like uh, Ichigo as a character, and I and I like the villain. Like Aizen as a main villain, menacing. Like I'm gonna talk about in Hunter Hunter how Miriam is my favorite villain. Aizen is definitely number two. And so first, I gotta I I, I need to talk to Lawson because I gotta get him on the show. Lawson, and I have a lot of similar taste. Oh um, yeah, but. The second thing, so the filler, I get that. That's the only reason I was at, like, the only way I was able to get through Naruto to where I did was mm. by not watching filler. Yeah. Um, And I'm going to start doing that with Bleach because I've been wanting to get back into Bleach. Bleach was really, really good when I was watching it. I was just watching all the filler, so it took forever. Um, yeah, definitely recommend skipping the filler. And I know that, like, so I've seen, because I've seen the Blood War arc, the, the, the hype for it. And the mm. animation already looks incredible. I know Bleach is one of those shows where if you were to compare, it's like Naruto or it's like One Piece. If you were to compare the the animation from now to the animation from when it started, light years apart. Like now it actually looks incredible. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I really want to get back in. I really want to get into Bleach. I want to finish Bleach and catch up. So I'm, I'm going to have to. Because everyone yeah, I definitely talk to highly recommend raving it. reviews. Yeah, it's really good. One of the big three. It's still around. Yep. Um, let's see. I it, And Ichigo, I love Ichigo as a character. I think some of the, the female characters are really well written in that show. From what I like watched. Yeah. They're good. I don't like... Uh... Except for goes love interest. Yeah, the redheaded lady. Yeah, the redhead. She's not very well written because she's literally just written to be Ichigo's love interest. Ichigo. Yeah, <laughs> she's annoying. Um, my number three, you don't like. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we talked about this one too. Uh, Re Zero. Yeah, mid. You think it's mid? Not a fan of the second season. The second season is the best part. The second season nah. elevates it, bro. The second season was incredible. It elevates the series. I the stopped watching once it hit the. Missing. I stopped watching once it hit the. Uh, when he was doing the tea party with the witch. Wait, which one? Did it have all the witches? Nah, just the like the main one. You didn't even get to the best tea party, bro. Nah, I couldn't. It was not for me. I'll have to rewatch it. And that's fair. I mean, so I really ReZero has great music, um, but the thing Ultimate about ReZero is it's a lot like some of the other shows where it's brutal, yeah. right? Mm. There are some scenes like, like, and, and everyone loves the characters. Like you see all these girls cosplaying Rem and Rom, Mitsubishi. Um, what <laughs> is it? Mitsubishi. Super. It's like it is yeah, a it's car. Okay. It's it a is car. a car. I'm not it's gonna cap. It is a car. <laughs> it's Subaru. Yeah, that Subaru Natsuki. But I mean, so you have everyone like cosplaying as Rem and Rom and Amelia, and they're really popular characters. They're popular for a reason. Because mm. everyone likes the characters. Yeah. And these great characters and happy moments that Subaru falls in love with and Subaru learns to love life. It's juxtaposed by him having to watch these people that he loves brutally murdered right in front of his eyes without him being Mm -hmm. able to do anything. And then have to relive that over and over and over again, as well as himself being brutally murdered over and over and over again. Mostly by himself, like by himself. Yeah. Because like he watches Rem, who he falls in love with, the woman that loves him, at least, mm-hmm. watches her body get contorted and twisted and broken and just mutilated. Yeah. Right. Absolutely destroyed right in front of him. And blood is spewing out of her eyes. She is just at, like disgustingly killed. Mm-hmm. And she drags her broken body over to him. And tries to reassure him while blood is just spewing out of her eyes and mouth. <laughs> like, he has to witness stuff like that. And it's just incredibly lonely. Yeah. That's the thing about this show. And everyone hates Subaru. And you're supposed to hate Subaru. He's kind of a whiny, obnoxious, selfish little brat. Yeah. Which makes his character development so good. He earns your your trust and appreciation because you see how far he comes like if you were to compare Subaru at the end of season two to Subaru at the beginning of season one you'd be like it's night and day 
yeah. you don't want to root for Subaru in season one. I remember telling somebody, um, like when I was watching season one, I was like, oh my god, bro, like this seems irredeemably low. Like Subaru is in such a low place. Like I don't even want to root for him anymore. I don't want to see him succeed. I don't know yeah. how much more of this I can watch. It's hard to watch. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the second season where you're literally like, by the end of it, you're fist pumping. You're getting hype as shit. Subaru did it. Like, he finally figured it out. He did it. And he did it his way. And he did it like, like, you just, you, he's really become someone you want to root for. Yeah. So, I, I really, I, I loved, I love ReZero. I can't wait for them to make more. I hope they do. There's a lot more stuff that they got to go through. There's a lot more source material. Um, really? Oh, there's a lot more. Like they can make at least two or three more seasons. True. Um, but that's most of those because it's not a manga; it's a light novel. So, like, uh, Overlord is a is a lot a light novel. Uh, Saga: yeah. Time of the Evil is a light novel. Most of uh, so what? I'm Spider. So what? Um, Reincarnated as a slime. All those isekais are light novels or mm-hmm. web novels, and there's a lot of source material there. Right? There's a lot. Yeah. Um, so most of those just probably aren't going to be adapted to their entirety. Rezero being one of them too. Word. All right. What's your number two? Attack on Titan. Same here. Attack on Titan is also my number two. I'm I'm intrigued to hear about your number one. But yeah, uh, <laughs> Attack on Titan is key. I love Attack on Titan. Yeah. Everyone loves Attack on Titan. Fact. It has like 10 top like animated shows. Not even animated, just like shows in general, like episodes and like on like ratings. I'm pretty sure. It's all it's so influential in pop culture. Look at what the fucking NFL did. Yeah. Where they're they're the turning Chargers players schedule. into Titans. Was it it was the Charger schedule, right? Yeah, something like that. They also did it with the uh, the ben- it was a uh, the Rams too. I think it was. It was, oh, it was yeah, one of the playoff yeah, yeah. teams. I can't remember. Yeah. They've done it mm-hmm. before, where they've done Attack on Titan based stuff. Um, yeah. Like, and it's so like it's so cool to see. Yeah. Like Attack on Titan is turning anime mainstream. Like it's that influential. Thanks. But it's it's one of those gory shows where it, it's hard to watch, but you can't stop watching. Facts. You just you, dude. I don't know how to explain it. It's just so good. The story, phenomenal. The newest season, phenomenal. The twists, phenomenal. So one thing that Attack on Titan really does that I like is perspective. My yeah. number one anime does it a little bit better, but it's perspective where it starts you out small, right? You start out small. It's like, okay, it's mankind versus the Titans. That's it. That's all you know. That is your perspective yeah. is mankind versus the Titans. Mankind can't die. Mm-hmm. We're last, last living humans alive are inside the walls facing Titans. That's it. By the yeah. end of the show, you find out so much more. And it's now there's like all kinds like – Mankind has been around all the time, and these titans that you've been fighting that you thought is just you against the world, it's actually they're weaponized human beings from one specific country that you've been having beef with for 2,000 years. Yeah, it's crazy. 
Like, that's the perspective. It starts so small, and then the, the story just gets so fucking crazy. It's like if, if someone asked you to tell them uh, a summary of Attack on Titan, you wouldn't be able to do it. Thanks. There's so much to it. And then the, the, the twist, like, they're not afraid to kill anybody. Fuck no. Everybody and anybody is, they're going to get murked at one point or another. And that's what keeps you watching. Because yeah. it's not like like in Shonen, I'm not going to lie, this is something Shonen does. Mm-hmm. Where you kind of know they're not going to kill the main characters. Yeah. Right? You, you know, like, the main, like, cast and crew, they're not going to die. So it's like, oh, well, it's less suspenseful. It's like, I know that Sasuke's not going to fucking die. Mm-hmm. While in Attack on Titan, it's like, you never know. Yeah, you have to keep watching because they may actually die. Dude, they've murked so many people. So many. I remember Sasha. So they killed Sasha in a really easy way. Um, yeah. But I remember in an interview that the uh, Isayama, the writer, Mm. he wrote the death of Sasha initially in like season one, season two. And it was so brutal. It made his editor cry for like three hours. Damn. So he took it out. <laughs> um, but he was like, Isayama isn't afraid. He literally said that once he's done with attack on Titan, he's going to go take a bath in the tears of his viewers and just relish, just relish his victory or whatever. Isayama's a crazy fucking dude. I love it. He's funny as fuck. But yeah. like that's they you're not there. He's not afraid to kill any of your favorite characters in the most brutal way possible. It's amazing. Dude, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if Aaron gets murked. I'm actually kind of like ready for oh, it. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I don't. I'm, I don't know the ending. Okay. So. It was spoiled for me, so I just went ahead and read, read ahead. Be happy that it wasn't spoiled for you. But um, I am happy. I will tell you this. Uh, it has nothing to do with plot. Nothing to do with characters. The part two, there's a reason they had to extend it. Right? They had to turn it into something else. Season yeah. four, part three, or whatever they're doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, because the final act of this last arc probably took them forever to animate. All I'm going to say is there's a lot to animate. And I'm going to leave it at that. So, that's why we, everyone, you guys were all upset, like, oh, I can't believe they're doing this cash grab. I thought they were going to have to make it a movie, so that way they'd get a movie budget in time to animate. Mm. Because I thought that's what it was going to take to animate this last arc. Word. It is it, it it is a lot. Um, so I wasn't surprised that because if they would have fit it all into six episodes, I would have been pissed. Yeah. Um. But just get hype because get hype and buckle up. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Yeah, um, what's your number one? The big one. You know this. I do. Go ahead and tell the viewers. Hunter, Hunter. Phenomenal show. Phenomenal show. Goated. The Phantom Troop. Best villain group. 
in any anime. I'll counter can't that. Can't argue any other one. I'll counter that in a second. You can't, dude. The spiders are so hard. Their power, the they're just the power system, Hunter Hunter. And then, just like the ability to like manipulate it in any way you want. So gas. I know I talked about it when we were in the last podcast, but the parallels between Gon and Killua and Miriam and uh, not P2. Is it P2? P2's one of them. Um, P2 oh. is the uh, the cat. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Just that they're parallel. Crazy. You, you have Gon losing his humanity and Miriam gaining humanity and like his ability to like have compassion towards humans and then you have Killua who's trying to protect Gon and same thing with P2 he's she's trying to protect Miriam at the same time gas so I will tell you the reason I didn't include Hunter Hunter is because mm-hmm. I don't like rewatching the whole thing. But the Chimera Ants arc, I rewatched like ten times. Hunter what about Hunter, the York New York? The York New York, I I like it. I'm not a Phantom Troop fan. That's crazy. It's just because, like, I, I mean, if you're a fan of villains, like if you're a fan of bad guys. They're perfect for you. But yeah. I like seeing the good guys win. True. Or I like seeing the good guys become bad guys and then win. Yeah. The Phantom Troop are always the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And they win a lot. I don't think they lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Even going up well, against the ants in their own little filler episode. Yeah. They wipe the floor with the fucking ants. They're just so strong, bro. They're so strong. So tough. So if you're a fan of villains and you're a fan of really cool characters, the fan of Troop is fantastic. Yeah. Um, And don't get me wrong. The York New Arc, at the climax of that arc, when Killua's family had to get involved. (laughs) The granddad and the dad. Bro, that shit was insane. Like, um, what, I forgot what the name of the episode was, but it was like they were doing like, um, like the death parade, like the death march. Yeah, where they just murk a bunch of dudes. Yeah, it, and it was supposed to be a symphony for the big wolf guy that. Um, yeah, that got murked by Karapika. Fucking murk, Yeah. So don't get. It's a great arc. I love that arc. But the thing mm-hmm. I'm trying to say is, Hunter Hunter gets better as it goes on. Yeah. Like it's not a show where it like. It starts slow, gets really good, and then ends slow. It mm-hmm. starts really slow. Yeah, but the exams are t- the exam is so good too. When Killua rips out the dude's heart, heart, I thought it was so. I mean, that was cool. That was a cool scene. Heart. That one scene. <laughs> but like, I thought the arc itself was really. It took me forever to get into Hunter Hunter. The only reason so that awesome. I really got into it was because my roommate was sitting there watching it with me and was demanding I keep watching. It's just he so would not let me stop. And I'm glad he didn't let me stop because it gets so good. It gets better the more you watch. 
But because of how slow it starts, I, it wasn't in my top 10. Now, Chimera Ant arc, the York new arc, because I, I told you it's a really good arc. I think those are two of the best arcs in anime. Mm-hmm. It's just there. It's the stuff in between, like the the whole um, the one where they learn how to use Nen at the big stadium. Dude, the the Sky Arena. I thought that shit was lame as hell. I understand it's important. Oh, it's so good. I thought it was lame. So I didn't like that arc too much. Um, I love the arc oh, where they had to go fuck with Killua's parents. Yeah, they had to go get Killua back. Yeah, I like the game arc too. When they go I hated the, the arc. The Treasure Island arc? Yeah. I thought that arc was fucking lame. You're I'm like, wild. why am I watching this? You're wild. That's, the, that's why I said I didn't enjoy all the arcs, but it has two of the best arcs I've ever seen in anime. The Chimera Ant arc is yeah. it gets so dark and it gets so big that I'm like, oh my god, bro, like I never thought we'd be here. This is this isn't even the same anime anymore. And the intro is hard too. Yeah, facts. That is true. But like when we see Gone go fucking Super Saiyan and, and literally beat P2's face into smithereens. <laughs> Rock, That's paper, scissors, scene. ass. Yeah. It's so fucking dark. Like, I never thought I would see Gone that low in my life. Favorite scene. It's so good. It's such a good scene. Or when Gone gets broken from seeing Kite and realizing Kite's never going to come back. Yeah. Like, there are so many good fucking scenes in the Chimera Ant arc. Mm-hmm. And the York New York, because I know you... you I, I, I kind of said some blasphemous shit saying it wasn't that good. It's, it's fire. Um, the more I think about it. But, so, I, I love Hunter Hunter. I just... I love parts of it a lot, and then really dislike other parts of it. And it's coming back, too? The manga's coming back. I've had to clarify this to a couple people. Yeah, There's a lot of manga left already. Yeah. There was already a ton of source material. Like the Dark Worlds arc or whatever. The uh, the, whatever. Dark, the Dark Continent. Gar- dark Continent, thank you. Mm-hmm. So there's still plenty of manga to adapt. Yeah. And they haven't done it yet. So the manga's coming back, yes, but there's still no guarantee whatsoever the anime will ever get picked back up. They will. It's too popular for it not to. That's the way it was. It's been like that. Why didn't they turn the, the Dark Continent? Could have been an entire season. Yeah. Probably like one or two seasons. Yeah, exactly. So they could have already adapted more into the anime if it was that popular and that much of a moneymaker. So why didn't they? They will. I hope so. I would love to see more Hunter Hunter because I hated the way it ended. I thought it was okay. I mean, it was good and it wrapped it up, but like, it was also like really anticlimactic and ended very suddenly. Mm -hmm. But true. My number one. Care to take any guesses? Mm, I have no idea. Oh, Brotherhood. Yep. It is my only 10 out of 10 anime. Really? It is my only perfect anime. We forgot to do that, by the way. We forgot to give her stars, but it's okay. Yeah, it's whatever. It's okay. But yeah, this is my only 10 out of 10 anime. Like, it's very rare for an anime to get 10 out of 10 for me. Attack mm-hmm. on Titan's literally like a 9.5. Yeah, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood has no flaws in my opinion. It's good. It has things it could do better, sure. 
but they're not flaws. Yeah. The pacing is incredible. You're never bored. And mm-hmm. it's never too fast. The pacing is what everyone talks about. And for a good reason. The characters, every single character feels real. And it feels like there's so much love in each character. Mustang's number one. Roy Mustang is a fucking dog. I love Roy Mustang. But because the characters are so well developed, you never get bored with their side Mm -hmm. quests. Because we're not always fucking there with the the Elric brothers. We're not always like by their side. Yeah. But that's fine. Because you don't need to be. Because all these other side characters are amazing. And I love them. Um... And, you know, I love, I love uh, Roy Mustang, but Alex Armstrong, Alex Luis Armstrong <laughs> is a goat himself. That's the dude that never wears a shirt, right? Yes, the dude with the, the mustache, the handlebars. Yeah. Fucking goaded. Um, <laughs> he's funny as fuck. Yeah, so is... Uh, His I sister's hard. The sister is hard. But yeah. um, so all the all the characters are great. Now let me introduce you to my rivals for the Phantom Troop. Nope. The Seven Deadly Sins. Nope. And let me explain why. We like them for different reasons. Like we like our our, our respective uh, villains no. for different reasons. Mm. You like the Phantom Troop because they're hard as fuck. They're badass as shit. They're yeah. they're unbeatable. I like the Seven Deadly Sins because they're flawed. Yeah, because they they're they're flawed and they lose because of that. Greed is one of the best characters in anime. Too bad she gets burnt to crisp. Greed is the dude. You're thinking lust. Oh. No, greed dude with the long hair, right? No, greed had short hair. He was the dude that turned into metal. He had, like, the unbreakable uh, shield or whatever, the, the impenetrable shield. Oh, yeah. Who's the dude with the long hair, or the girl with the long hair? Lust. Uh, the one that got burned. The one that Roy Mustang, Mustang turned burned into a crisp. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She wasn't that great of a character. Yeah. But Greed was a fantastic character. Um, mm-hmm. Pride is an amazing character. Um, I'm trying to think, what was the... Gosh, uh, the Fuhrer's actual name. Like, what was his? What was his thing? I can't remember. Um, I have no. I have no idea. That bothers me. I can't remember. Pride was wild. The little boy. Yes, that threw me off. Threw me off. Dude, and just how they all fit, and they were all just one facet of the actual villain. Like, yeah. Envy. Oh wait, no, we we're thinking. Wait, hold on. Roy Mustang burns two characters to a crisp. Um, because he burns lust uh, to a crisp initially, and she actually dies, and then mm-hmm. he starts burning Envy, who is also an amazing character, to a crisp, yeah. but stops because of Hawkeye stopping him because she knows that if he doesn't, he'll never be the same. Envy, Envy's got long hair, long black hair. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. Envy is 
also an amazing character. Yeah. Um. Because look uh, at their abilities. Yeah. Like envy, literally envies others, so they have the ability to turn into whoever they want. Mm-hmm. Like greed has the impenetrable shield, and he wants everything. Like, oh my yeah. gosh, this is so good. I I love, I love them so much. Well, Gluttony was mid. Gluttony was mid. I'm not gonna cap. Gluttony was pretty mid, but he accomplished his role. Um, yeah. Bro, and King then Bradley, the, was King Bradley name? was wrath. Wrath. And the thing is, like, here's the thing is that, like, you say, like, they're homunculi. Yeah. The homunculus, like, they're supposed to have no souls. Mm-hmm. But then you see, like, King Bradley, and you see Envy, and you see Greed, and they have these personalities, and they change, and they are humanized. King Bradley literally is almost a human. He's pretty much a human. He said he he loved his wife. He chose his wife. Mm -hmm. He wasn't stuck with her. He chose her. He chose a lot of the things that he lived for. Yeah. Because, yeah, a lot of the things was part of the the master plot. But he got to choose those aspects of his life. And he enjoyed it. And that's a human thing. So I that's why I love the homunculus is because of their flaws. They're not OP. They're incredibly strong, but their flaws are what cause them to lose. Mm-hmm. They're good characters. And then when they learn to overcome those flaws, they still lose. Look at that. Look at greed. Greed overcomes well, he succumbs to his greed and overcomes it at the same time. Yeah. Um, giving his body back to Lee, Ling, mm. not Lee, Ling, Ling Yao. Yeah. Yeah. He gives his body back to Ling. Oh, it's just, and the whole story that that's perspective. Like what I was talking about with Attack on Titan, this it's this perspective gets so much. It, it starts off with just two kids that want their their mom back, and then all of a sudden it's an entire fight for the the survival of a nation that's been going on for two thousand. 3,000 years, and there's genocide, and there's racism, <laughs> and mm. there's just so much happening. I, I, I love it. Yeah, I agree. It's really good. So, neither one of us had our, had the other person's number one in our top ten. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Thanks. <laughs> but, alright, so, I mean, that's our top tens. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen listening, how do you feel about our list. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Uh, do you think there's something we should have considered? Something not? Um, this app I'm using, Anchor, does take comments. I know there are some regular listeners. Um, feel free to comment. Also, if you want to be on the podcast, let me know. The reason I took so long to upload is because I was looking for some new guests. For example, Jacob Allison said she wanted to come on the show. I asked her a couple times if she wanted to come on. She even gave me a list of some anime in the genre she wanted to talk about, but she mm-hmm. won't come on the fucking show. She said she wants to, but so I've been having a tough time nailing down some uh, some guests yeah. um, just on the schedule. I, I want to try to get Lawson. My roommate, Deshaun, he, he can't, he, he can't have, he doesn't have time to come on. So if you want to come on the show and be a guest, Jacob's going to be a regular recurring 
He's gonna be a reoccurring guest. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm happy to do multiple episodes, be a guest every time. I love the show. Love talking about anime. That and that's the reason I I wanted to start this podcast. It's just to create a a nice place where my friends and I could just start talking about anime. Um, because our group chat is nice, but I feel bad blowing that shit up when not everyone in the group chat watches anime anyway. Yeah, thanks. Um. And this way, we can just talk about this shit for an hour, two hours, and uh, then other people can listen and start talking to us back. Yes, sir. Um, Jacob, do you have any uh, any last last wishes for the for the audience? Do you have anything any, anything you want to leave them with? If you don't have Hunter Hunter at number one, you're wrong. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I will tell before we go, I want to say something. Um, the anime man, who is a famous YouTuber, inspired this uh, this podcast because he asked 107 people, whether they, they were YouTubers, Twitch streamers, and voice actors, he asked them their favorite anime or their the best anime ever. They asked, what's your, what's your, what do you think the best anime ever is or what's your favorite anime? And so people were giving answers. And there were some where I heard it and I was like, dude, there's no way anyone else thinks that's the best anime ever. There's no shot. Like, that's such a random anime. And then 30 seconds later, someone else would say the same fucking anime. What the fuck? And I'm like, dude, because everyone's got different opinions. Like, you were talking, they listed out of the 107 people, there's probably 60 different animes that people said were their favorite or were their number one. Damn. So that's why I really wanted to do this and really try to get other people talking. Because everyone's got different favorites, and I think that's so cool. And I want to hear other people's favorites. I want to start that conversation of, like, what's your favorite anime? Why is it your favorite anime? Yeah, like some right. people, it was their favorite because of the memories associated. It was their favorite because it got them through hard times. It was their favorite because they just fucking like it. Because the badass mm. fight scenes, because um, the characters. So I really want to start that conversation. But thank you, Jacob, for coming on the show. Of course, uh, brother. To a blast. We'll have you on probably many more times in the future. Yeah, just hit um, me up. And uh, to my audience, my bitches, my bros, and my non-binary hoes, thank you so much for joining me. I am Ty, your favorite random anime guy. Stay hydrated, stay safe, and have a great night. I'm out. Oh, yeah.